We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Support for this podcast comes from Wild Turkey Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. Let's tune in to their one-on-one with Jamal, a real bartender from Old Fourth Ward in Atlanta. I really get into the backstory of whatever I'm pouring. Out of respect, there are literally years of experience behind these bottles. Wild Turkey, same recipe since 1942. If you want a true classic, this is what you want to order. Wild Turkey. Wild Turkey Distilling Company, Lawrenceburg, Kentucky. Copyright 2020, Campari, American, New York, New York. Never compromise, drink responsibly. I'm like, you got to come on. Traore finally starts, yeah. and you're not going to play Yeah. The funny thing is, is that in GPP, I went kind of heavy on Mitrovic. He did nothing. <laughs> Thanks. I was going to reverse <laughs> troll you. I didn't write him up this week. This is the Fantasy Soccer Podcast from Rotowire.com, your premier source for fantasy sports. For player news, rankings, projections, and the best fantasy soccer stats around, please visit Rotowire.com slash soccer. And now, here are Andrew Laird and Jordan Cooper. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast. My name is Andrew Laird, Senior Soccer Editor of Rotowire. Joining this Monday by Jordan Cooper to talk about Saturday's Daily Fantasy Premier League slate. Jordan, I made so many mistakes and I got slaughtered for it. Yeah, I saw your lineup. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, I, um, you, you, had, you had to go and play your favorite guy because he was in, uh, which I don't necessarily blame you that much for, but there were probably better options mm-hmm. that you didn't need to. And, uh, I mean, I made mistakes also, but got kind of bailed out by my goalkeeper. And that never happens. Like, oh, that never happens. Right. Of course. <laughs> uh, but I made a, I made a lot of cash builds mm-hmm. that morning. 
I mean, the big difference, which I didn't take into account when doing my preparation, at least, was that Holobus was not going to play. Yeah. So finding a, like, second defender, like, it, ch- it changes your whole construction unless you're just slotting in TAA into that spot and being done with it. Were you going to play both? But- not as no, I wasn't going to play okay. both. But I mean, I wasn't. I wasn't sure who my cheap defender was going to be, mm-hmm. and I wasn't. I mean, there were so many options in the mid-priced midfield that I wasn't sure what the most optimal approach was going to be. So I mean, I made a ton of different builds, yeah. and then just kind of settled on one and settled on two players that just fit in, and I wasn't happy about it. But it was like. If I go down, then where do I go up to? Uh, and so I view that as my mistake. And your biggest mistake was just fading a 78% owned Salah that um, scored way too much to make up for. I, Well, I think, I think that's more... Part of it is that that's more results-driven. Like, I didn't know it was going to be 78%. I knew it was going to be high. Don't get me wrong. Um, what... What I'm finding interesting is that moving from Holobus to Trent Alexander-Arnold was like the easiest decision for me of the entire, uh, like when I was building. Like I wasn't going to play, I wasn't playing TAA. I was playing Holobus. And when Holobus was out and I saw the, the Liverpool lineup, like TAA was the easiest pivot there was, I felt like. Right, but it still depended on the rest of your lineup. But but if I, I had already built with the expectation of paying even more for a defender spot. So now I, I was like, I was perfectly content with TAA and I had a few extra hundred bucks to spend. So you were going into the slate basically saying that you're going to fade Salah. Uh, I did go in thinking I was going to fade Salah and I hesitated on it when I saw the lineup. Uh, and I went back to our previous podcasts and the one that, uh, started it all with Devo to not play scared because I felt like I didn't really love them. I mean, obviously the matchup was great for Salah. Um, my, but I thought I can make up for it with these, with the other players that I want and uh, that I can fade the one Salah goal because I was going to pay up for Allison, which obviously didn't work. Um, the, what happened was that we got like a peak Salah floor game plus a goal and two assists. The goal that was like a pinball around the box. Uh, then he got two assists after it looked like he was going to come off, but Firmino went on, went off instead. Um, that being said, the guys that I went with uh, were, for the most part, awful. Um, well, I mean, the Liverpool lineup cemented me more on Salah than anything else without Milner or Shakiri. It it certainly pushed me closer to that, but it it that made me much more sure about Trent Alexander Arnold. Um, in terms of well, like sure, a but cash I was, but it made but it made you more sure that most of the offense was going to go through Salah, and they're at home against Cardiff. Oh, I yeah, mean, like I the didn't, worst team in the league. Yep, I didn't uh, I didn't doubt that the upside was great for Salah. Uh, I don't think Milner being in necessarily means that more of the offense goes through Salah. Like, I think it's the same. Milner doesn't do enough in open play. I mean, you're not playing Lalana, right? You're no, not playing no. him instead. The, the only guy I, I thought about playing instead was Firmino. And I actually look at that as my mistake. That instead of 
deciding I was fading Salah, I effectively decided I was fading the Liverpool attack, and that was the mistake. Um, I looked through the um, the results, like the final standings of the big five dollar double up, because I look at that. I mean, that's generally the the biggest single entry double up. Um, there were fifteen uh, lineups in the top hundred, so that it pays a hundred of the top of two twenty nine. Um, there were fifteen that did not have Salah. Um, there were two that didn't have Salah, Mane, or Firmino. And so I had none of them, and so I had no chance. Just based off of the my incorrect move of not only fading Salah, but also effectively... I, w- I was never going to play Mane in cash, but I was definitely thinking about playing Firmino, and I feel like that was the mistake. Yeah, but how many of those lineups also contained someone like Callum Wilson? Like someone that you... Well, the Salah ones cash. didn't. Um, there were only two. The, the the two of the top 100 that uh, didn't have any of the three uh, Liverpool guys had either Ryan Frazier or Wilson. And I think the Wilson ones had Roberto Pereira as well. Like, I mean, it's literally two lineups. It's not like they're... But, like, the way I look at it, there's there was no build with the direction that I went that would have cashed. Right, because who'd be stupid enough to fade Liverpool's attack when they're the mm-hmm. biggest favorite by far on the slate? Yeah, I did. Well, I mean, that's yeah. that's kind of the point. You went you went with the floor-like plays, but like they did not have enough upside to make up for the fact is if you were wrong mm-hmm. on the Liverpool end. I thought I could fade the one Salah goal. Um, what I... The, the, the big mistake was not hedging even further to and getting Firmino. That's how okay. I look at it. Well, let t- let's take a look Sorry, at the Sorry, yeah, we didn't even yeah. Right. Your your lineup and we had a we only shared two players. Yep. So, you played Traore and Jahan Bosch. Mm-hmm. In your midfield spots, you had Madison, Shelby, and Snodgrass. Mm-hmm. Defenders Chilwell and Trent Alexander-Arnold, goalkeeper Allison. Mm-hmm. My lineup was Salah Redmond in the forward spots, Jahan Bosch in a midfield spot, Sari, Adam Smith, Trent Alexander-Arnold, Aaron Moy, and Lucas Fabianski mm-hmm. in goal. I'm surprised you didn't have Moy. I, I went back and forth with Moy, Moy and Shelby over and over and over again. How about Redmond? And Well, I'll get to Redmond. Uh, I, so Moy and Shelby I went back and forth on, and I thought to myself, I think they have the same floor and I think Shelby has a more realistic chance of outperforming his floor than Moy which turned out to be wrong Uh, I saw the conversation we were having right now on Saturday about how Elianasi retook all of the set pieces or Bertrand took them all and that Redmond didn't take any and we're going to say, when are we ever going to learn about the Southampton set pieces? And I said, you know what? I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to put myself in that situation. I'm going to lock up all the Brighton set pieces with Jahan Bosch. And he took none of them. Right, because Sally March took them back. Right, took them back. Right, but Jahan Bosch has open play value in and of itself. I mean, not many. And yes, but. 
I mean, not uh, with the forward options that were available. Like I played Jahan Bosch and Redmond and Salah, three forward eligible players, mm-hmm. because I didn't want to go up to Frazier or Madison. I didn't. I was not going to play Frazier at eighty one hundred. I agree. Not with not with the, think... the stat line that he's been putting up with no shots and like I, I can't justify that salary for that player. The the worst part uh, about that was is that I was I was like locked in on Stanislas. I mean not I mean as much as you can be without knowing the lineups, but like I really thought he was going to start and he was definitely going to be in my lineup. And the twelve hundred to get to Frazier, I was like, there's way too much for that. Um, and because I was like, I'm playing Madison. I think Madison's definitely better than Frazier. Um, but he was. But when you play Madison, it's almost very difficult to play Salah because you can't play Trent Alexander Arnold. You're paying up for too many people. I wasn't going to play Salah. The only the Liverpool guy I was going to play was Firmino, and I could have played Firmino and Madison together. I would have paid down with Chilwell and a goalkeeper. It was easy to. I mean, it it changed a few things, but like the my consideration was always to get Firmino and not Salah. Well, I mean, I just plugged in to me like. I plugged in Salah, Redmond, Trent Alexander-Arnold, and Moy, and built from there. And I considered, with Holobus out, to play Roberto Pereira hmm. at 6,700, but I wasn't sure enough. Yeah, I had no no thought of playing that. No, but Watford is the second biggest favorite. Holobus isn't in, so someone's going to be taking set. Someone's going to be doing something. Pereira has open play value. I was oh, more likely Will to Hughes. play De La Feu than Pereira. And I wasn't close to De La Feu. Yeah, but I didn't need a forward-eligible player. I'm just saying I was considering it because mm-hmm. I'm looking at the range of when I plug everyone in, it's like, like, do I really want to pay that price for Shelby? Like, I don't, mi- I don't mind it. But with the Fulham-Bournemouth game as a three total plus, compared to the Newcastle-Southampton game, I just thought the game environment in Fulham-Bournemouth was better for those players. So I prioritized in my head, uh, incorrectly, that those players would be John Michael Surrey and Adam Smith. Right. I I wouldn't have mind Charlie Daniels. I, like they were playing I, I three four Daniels, three. Yeah. They were playing three four three. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I don't mind uh, Daniels or Smith. Uh, I had the money for Smith, and I didn't want to go past. I didn't want to pay up unless I'm paying all the way up for Allison. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wasn't going to play any Leicester, and I wasn't playing any West Ham. So uh, I didn't mind either of those goalkeepers. So it's just like. I'm going to play instead of going all the way down to Lossel and then where am I putting the money towards going up from Suri to Pereira? That's what I'd be doing or going down from Suri to Shelby and then going up from Fabianski to, to, to Ben Foster, who obviously had an outlier score. Mm-hmm. I just died. Like if I can't get up to Allison, I'm like, I'm either living in the med mid range or going down to Lossel and uh, Fabianski managed to put up a really good game. 12 points, even giving up yeah. a goal. Yeah. So that got me That got me over the line with the 81.75. So um, you were never, did you games. consider Madison at all? No, I wasn't oh, going to pay okay. 9,100. I'm playing Salah. Like, I'm playing Salah, and the next highest-priced guy that I was considering playing was B- Roberto for Pereira mm-hmm. at 6,700. I was going to live in that mid-range. That's why I didn't mind playing Jahan Bosch and Redmond together. So I'm like, if Redmond's 5,400 and midfield only eligible, I still play him thinking that he'd be on enough of set pieces and his open play value is fine. And he's been playing 90 minutes. Mm-hmm. So, like, I don't have to worry about 
people coming off. Uh, and I'm, I'm looking to optimize for like minutes. I thought John Michael Surrey is going to play 90, and he didn't because they were down three nothing, mm. uh, and a red card. And Moy to me was just like lock. Give, I mean, he got seven and a half points, but I mean, after a re- uh, yellow card. Yeah. No, I. I so, Moy was definitely a good. I mean, I was. Right. I was close so like I, to me, the di- the difference was is like I I, I looked at my I look at my lineup now, going, the only players that. I didn't like, but settled on, and even afterwards think the same way as Surrey and Smith. Yeah, just like I could have paid down at that. I didn't have to pay forty eight hundred for Smith, mm-hmm. and I have to pay fifty eight hundred for Surrey. So I could have gone from Surrey down to Shelby and Smith down to like Derm, and then take Fabianski up to Allison. Now I know Allison put up a dud game because he gave up that goal, but like. I would still be looking at that going, okay, I was unlucky with Allison, mm-hmm. but he wasn't a bad play. Yeah. But I look at this and go, I overpaid for Surrey and Smith for no reason, and their upside is limited, and their floor is suspect mm-hmm. at best. I mean, if I got five points out of each, I'd be like, okay, but I'm overpaying for it. So I look at that, but the rest of my lineup, Salah, Redmond, Jahan Bush, uh, Trent Alexander-Arnold, and Moy, and any goalkeeper— I'm fu- I was perfectly fine. I was fine with that. Yeah, I can understand going to playing Traore, but I just like to me as a forward eligible option. He was like the fourth option, so I was like, "Am I going to play Traore over Suri in a midfield spot?" It's like I'll take Suri's four. What's funny about the the Redmond call is that Redmond ended up with a game that like I would go after. Right, but it but wasn't not a four you. game. Right, he, he he put up a I'm going to take a bunch of shots and win some tackles type of game and not cross it. Well, he crossed a little bit and he shot a little bit, but like he had n- no set pieces. They took seven corners, four went to Bertrand, and three went to James Ward-Prowse in twelve. When he minutes. came in the game, yeah, right. in twelve minutes, five crosses in twelve minutes. So like. My my thought that eventually pushed me to Jahan Bosch and away from Redmond was was accurate. Like I I was like I'm not thinking Redmond is taking set pieces and he didn't. And, and I got he went five to another guy that points, didn't end five up and taking fewer set points for it. Yeah, right. And then he didn't. And then Jahan Bosch didn't. Right. I went to the guy who was going to have set pieces and didn't. Yeah. Right. It was just a awful awful lineup. I was I there were 229. There are 229 entries in this single entry five dollar double for those who aren't who don't play it every week, and I finished 218th, and there were at least five dead lineups. Right, lineups that were not even filled in. That, I, that were either dummy zero. lineups, which with players that I don't understand why you would put them in anyway, or literally no players. That's right. how bad this lineup was. But you still had a chalky like Traore was 37 percent in that double. Yeah, which everyone Shelby was, was 41 percent. I get I get the plays. I so. I, I went through it uh, in the like when the slate started. So I had three guys from the late game. So I I didn't expect them to be like highly owned, but I thought they would be like kind of owned. But I, so I'm going through my team um, with the before the late game, and I'm thinking to myself that Jahan Bosch at 15.7 percent is my lowest owned player. And I'm like, I have a pretty chalky lineup. And then I'm like, I'm literally missing the chalkiest player on the slate. And the next two. And I'm like, I'm dead if something happens and something very Right, much but happens. you also must have noticed by looking at other p- players' lineups or sharper players' lineups, when you 
that you reveal their lineup and all eight spots are taken. Um, oh, like Everett, like that they're not playing anyone in the late game. Uh, yeah. I mean, yes. I mean, you got to look at sharper player lineups and go like these. These are the the better better players in the lobby. Yeah. You know, like maybe I could learn from them. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Yep. I mean, you would you would like the worst part is the guys in the late game were my better players. Right, but the fact that you know you're paying ninety one hundred for Madison mm-hmm. and you're seeing Salah in seventy eight percent of lineups, you have to know that Madison's going to be very low owned. Did you consider Snodgrass at all? No. Oh. I wasn't going to tell you with Felipe Anderson. I, I I didn't care about the late game that has a low total. Like I didn't. I was not going to pay ninety one hundred for Madison. I said Chilwell and and Pereira were overpriced. For what? For, do I need a fifty seven hundred dollar defender? No. Uh, do I have to worry about the West Ham set piece situation away to Leicester? I have other options. I could. I there there are other options at the ten a.m. games that. Even if I knew it wasn't necessarily a slam dunk play to begin with, so just like up, oh, if anything, I'll take a goalkeeper, and there you go, and what whatever it is. So I mean, I I understand the lineups with Shelby. I understand the lineups with Traore. I understand if if in the, you played and you punted, like if you played uh, Salon Firmino, and then you went with like a Mario Lamina. You played one of those four, lower than four K midfielders, so you could get everyone in. I understand Derm as a play. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I mean I understand all of that. It's just that I, that's why with the Sari Smith thing, it's like I, I could have played Derm Pereira, but I I don't know if Pereira was like results over process because it's just a matter of like some withholding us out. Yes. Sure. Yeah, I think so. But I mean, one of the Watford players. I don't like playing Watford players, and I said on the Thursday podcast that they're all they're overpriced. overpriced. Yeah. For what this matchup really is, but I wasn't thrilled with playing anyone in that 5K range. But I didn't see any way around it because there were no plays to pay up for other than the Liverpool players. That's why I understand why Allison was was chalky in double ups for a six game slate. Mm-hmm. Because where where are you spending the money? Because if you're not going to pay for Madison, you're not going to pay for Frazier. You're not going to play pay for Firmino or Mane. You're not going to pay for Lalana or Pereira. Like what? Where? Where are you? Like Agreed. everyone over six K is is you, you you've already eliminated. Yeah. I'm just surprised that you. And I keep like I'll go back to it that you toss Snodgrass so quickly. It's it's uncertainty. But you pick two guys who it. split set pieces anyway. Which guys were that? Suri and Moy. Not as much so. What do you mean not as much? As far as splitting set pieces? I mean, Snodgrass has taken more often when he's on. Playing is really the issue with Snodgrass. Right, but I'm just saying... Like, so I if, would accept if, that answer. But If I'm going to play Snodgrass, I'll play Shelby. The point that I'm making is that there are other options. I chose Suri over Shelby. Essentially, I was choosing Suri over Shelby, not over Snodgrass. I was choosing Redmond over both of them. Yeah. I was choosing Jahan Bosch over both of them. So, like, Snodgrass, I'm not poo-pooing, but, like, I have Shelby there. So, it's like, if if I want to play Suri over Shelby, then I obviously want to play him over Snodgrass. Maybe that's what it is. I had Suri behind Moy, Shelby, and Snodgrass. Right, I just Shelby's a bad game environment. 
splitting with Richie. Snodgrass is underdog on the road. Suri is at home as a as a pick'em in a game that should have action, and it did on the board. And yeah, not his. And I, I, I even had Adam Smith, and he didn't get anything. Fair enough. I already admit to Suri and Smith <clears throat> being like the non-optimal moves that I made that I settled on. I mean, I knew at ten o'clock that it's like. Because I put together a cash line, I finally settled on something at like 9.45. Mm-hmm. Then I went to start doing my GPP lineups one by one. Because I at least want to set my cash lineup to something where people are in. Sure. Right? Not my holobus lineup that was dummy there. Just in case, you know, my phone crashes or the internet goes out or something. Uh, and then when I got back to it, like with five minutes to lock, like I moved stuff around. I'm just like, I don't like any of this. So just like... With a minute to go, it's like okay, Serene Smith. There, it is what it is. What it is. I was not comfortable with it. Okay. Other people had better constructions by going up and down. Mm-hmm. I mean, Shelby didn't have a great game fantasy wise. No. Serene didn't. I mean, so many, so many of the players. Jahan Bosch didn't. Like a lot of players didn't have good fantasy games. That the difference between. Cashing and not cashing, a, a lot of it came to goalkeeper. Like, if you played Foster, like, it made up for all of your mistakes. Or Matt Ryan. Or Matt Ryan, right. Which was fine to take a goalkeeper in a game with a low total. Sure. I, I, goalkeeper's goalkeeper. I'm not going to bemoan goalkeeper choices. But it's like, if, if if I lost because Shelby put up 15 and Surrey put up 3, then I, I chalked it up to go, yeah, okay, that I know that's a mistake. But when they both pretty much put up the same amount of points, when, you know, Adam Smith didn't do any much better than any of the other 4K defenders anyway, oh, well, I mean, it is it is what it is. But, I mean, I'm, I didn't pay 9100 for Madison to not give me a double-digit score. He did get double digits. Right? Oh, he did? Yeah, 11 and a half. Okay. How dare you? I'm sorry, but, I mean, it's not... It's not <laughs> Almost so matches ownership. Right, but it's not so... Like, no. 78% owned Salah, like, you were dead. Mm-hmm. Right? And and, and the, the Even the after the first goal, worlds. I was actually not dead. It was right. everything after that that I was like. Right. Yeah. And you had the worst of both worlds that we mentioned on the Thursday podcast of, uh, you're not going to play Salah, you'll play Allison as Salah, mm-hmm. one goal insurance. Mm-hmm. And I even mentioned, it's like, well, you're going to get into trouble. if you, I mean, you can do it. Just understand that if, that if Salah scores two... The one clean sheet isn't going to save you from the second goal. Yep. Uh, but even worse is that if he scores two goals and they concede, like, you're really bad. Yeah. Right? The worst part. But so many people at Alice. I, yeah. I understand there was nothing to spend money on. I even get the Madison play in and of itself. But I would have rather shoved in Salah and Madison together and then not play Trent Alexander-Arnold. Hmm. Than fade that a, wasn't a, a guy that... With that much upside at that high ownership, I think my the move I would have ended up making is not play Jahan Bosch and play Firmino and then go down from Chilwell and Allison. Yeah, but to play Jahan Bosch after seeing the last game, I mean, I know it's recency bias in some extent, but you see that lineup come out and you see that mm-hmm. Jahan Bosch mm-hmm. had five monopoly and like, how do you how do you not assume that? Yeah, I mean. Th- People just went to, I mean, Redmond was 41% owned. I mean, people, assume, I mean, it's, 
It is what it is. You have to, you have to take in that probability when you play guys. We mentioned Southampton is all over the place, mm-hmm. right? Brighton, you don't have enough of a track record. You have one game sample size, really, with Jahan Bosch. You're just banking on that one game sample size. Right. That's what I'm saying. That's why I was willing to consider throwing him away for Firmino. Really, tr- forcing myself into Triore was. The- Another issue. Yeah, well, you had to after writing them I up know. and then linking and right like yeah. that was that was kind of your troll play. Yeah, of like you got to come on, Traore finally starts yeah. and you're not going to play yeah. him. The funny thing is, is that in GPP I went kind of heavy on Mitrovic and he did nothing. Yeah. Thanks, I was going to reverse <laughs> troll you. I didn't write him up this I, week. No, no, but I wanted to reverse troll you. I thought maybe the better play was Callum Wilson, hmm. but I'm like Fulham's at home. Like, I'm not playing Frazier, so it's like I'm playing Suri. So let let hey, if I'm playing Suri in cash, I don't want to play. I'll play someone that's correlative to him. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to play Mitrovic just just to troll you when he scores a hat trick, and be like, look, I won a GPP because of it. And then you would say something like, like, well, why didn't you play him in cash? And I'd be like, man, maybe I should have played him in cash. But no, no, he had one and a half points or something. Um. Yeah, that's pretty bad. I actually I save see see the thing is the difference between me and you is that I save my reverse trolls to GPP only. Right. To ten dollar lineups, not my main cash lineup. Yeah. I had um Callum Wilson locked in on Yahoo and decided to stay on brand and switched him to Danny Ings. <laughs> Yahoo still has contest? They do. They do. Oh. They're finally now on board with the uh Saturday only main slate. Oh, finally, least, not they were the three-day cavalcade of who knows. Yeah. Well, then they went to the th- to the including the early game, which uh, we didn't have this weekend. But, um, but yeah, I did have a um, a GPP lineup with Salon Firmino that didn't work. I guess Firmino was much worse than I thought he was, maybe because he came off when Salah was supposed to. <sighs> Anything else? Thank God that's over. Thank God for NFL cash. Anybody need to follow questions for Jordan, you can find him on Twitter at Blenderhead. That's BlenderHD. I'm at Rotowire Andrew. You can find us in the Rotowire Discord, available for all subscribers. Just go to rotowire.com slash chat if you'd like to get in. Jordan, I'm glad that weekend is over, and I'll talk to you on Thursday to talk about next Saturday's Premier League. Thank you for listening to the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast. For more great content, visit rotowire.com slash soccer.